Well, 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 welcome to Diamond Niners Weekly for week 10 of the 2023 season. We are finally on the air this evening to talk a little Charlotte 49ers baseball. This is Nick, and I am rejoined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Glad to be back. He is back. Producer Brad, that mad genius that he is, behind the scenes making it all go. Hey, hey. And head coach Robert Woodard. What's up, Woody? Hey, guys. Good to see everybody again. Oh man, do we have a do we have a lot to talk about tonight? I'm just going to go ahead and, and and just come clean with everybody, you know, because I know we have a a loyal listening audience out there. Um, so we're running behind tonight, quite simply because we do a uh, we do a. <laughs> well, I'm already getting heckled from the from the peanut gallery. You know that it's 6:45. Yes, Tony Poovy. I know that it's 6:45. Um, we do a softball podcast that some of you may have seen right before this. We record softball, then we do baseball live. Um, and we just got done talking to associate head coach Taylor White. This was the first time we had uh, a member of the staff other than Ashley Chastain on. And quite frankly, Taylor White just blew it all out of the water. Just amazing. So we ran long with her interview because we were having so much fun talking to her. And so that backed up everything. And then we got the pre-production, post-production on that, pre-production on this. I know you don't want to hear all that. I'm just making excuses. But we're, we're here now, okay? Tony, we're here. It's 645, and yes, we're on the air. So I do apologize about that. Now, you did notice Kevin is back. Kevin, uh, I, I believe that you took a family vacation last week, but still somehow you still turned your family vacation into like uh, a, a niner happening. Did you not? Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, went to the uh, Orioles-Yankees game on Saturday night last week. Uh, ended up watching Yankee BP with the kids. They were trying to catch home run balls in BP. And uh, standing next to me was uh, Bobby Rosinski. Niner fans know who Bobby Rosinski is. So um, hard to believe uh, all the way up in Baltimore, running into him. And then later on, um, walking through, and I see uh, former 49er pitcher uh, Matt Horky in the crowd. So talked to him a little bit. He's been in Baltimore three years uh, since he graduated, and he's uh, actually about to move back to Raleigh. So. Um, good seeing some uh, some Niners up in in Baltimore. I got to be honest with you, Woody. Only Kevin would go on family vacation, go to an Orioles Yankees game, and run into a former Forty ers pitcher. That's that that is like the most Kevin story I can even think of at this moment, Woody. Uh, that's that's just how this man rolls. Yeah, I'm not surprised, and. Uh... Yeah, I remember. Actually, I remember recruiting Matt Horky back in the day, back when I, back when I was at Wilmington a little bit. Yeah, Matt was a good one for us. Um, so that's that's pretty cool to hear he's moving back to uh, back to North Carolina. So, okay, it's good to have you back, Kevin. It, it was it was not the same without you. Uh, Will Will did a great job. In fact, uh, Will Will may Will may be on the on the uh, speed dial to bring back at any moment. But um, for now, it's good it's good to have you back. So, so the pressure's on me. I'm not gonna get Wally pipped or something, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what might happen. You may get Wally pipped. You just never know. Or hey, I don't know. I mean, Will could come in here, and, and then the two of you guys could take off with it. So. Um, I mean, that's at least in the realm of possibility. 
But uh, Will did a great job last week, seriously. So we appreciate him him stepping in. Um, we even had Coach Woody from from a, a very um, undisclosed disclosed location um, out watching watching some high school baseball. So it's all good. All right, guys, let's just kind of get into this because um, man, we we got we got a lot of W's to talk about, and then I think the Niners are playing like. Um, Woody, I think you've got like six, seven, eight games scheduled this week or something like that that we're, we're going to have to talk about. So we, let's just go ahead and get started. Um, last Tuesday night, that seems like a long, long time ago now, but uh, the boys did take on uh, Winthrop uh, at the Hayes. Oddly enough, and I didn't really realize this until it was over with, um, that is last Tuesday, uh, so far as we know at the moment, was the last midweek game at the Hayes for this whole season from here on out, we're either uh, on the road or like this Wednesday night going to be at Truist. So um, as far as the schedule sits right now, no more midweek games at the Hayes. That seems kind of, kind of funny to say, but it's true. Uh, the Niners get the win four three. Uh, Hale Sims strikes out eight. The big guy was, was just mowing people down left and right. Uh, three and a third, uh, no earned runs, eight K's got the W. Uh, Evan Michelson came in for a two-inning save. No earned runs as well. Butch, two for three uh, with a double. Got him a couple RBIs. Stahl was two for four with a double. And Austin Knight uh, got in on the action with one for four with an RBI as well. But good team win for the guys, Coach. Um, and I know that's a, that's a good series to have going back and forth here in the in the region with Winthrop. And you came out um, on the uh, on the winning end again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a, um, you know, it was a really tight battle from, from wire to wire. And Coach Reginos was the recruiting coordinator at Clemson when I was a player back in the day. So, um, you know, I've, I've followed his path and, um, you know, I, I feel like every matchup we've had with Winthrop has been really tight. And so, um, you know, another good one last, last Tuesday, I was proud of the guys, you know, I felt like the game really changed when, when Ken Fisher laid out for that ball and right. And, um, one, he made the play and finished and, and finished the play, but but two, just I felt like, in a sense, I felt like the guys, you know, really rallied right there um, when he had to come out and just uh, just fought, um, you know, to to go after the W and and did that, and then he was able to recover and be ready to rock this weekend. So, um, just really proud of our our team's resiliency and toughness that they showed last week. Speaking of toughness, Woody, has anybody gone over there to the wall of the uh, the, the indoor facility and checked on the wall since Cam ran into it? Because um, if Cam ran into me like that, I wouldn't be okay. I think we're calling it phase three. We've got to fix the indoor. That's that's phase three. So, yeah, that new indoor project, thanks to Cam. You got to move a couple bricks around. A couple bricks got to move out of place. Yeah. Well, you know, Kevin, how many years have we been saying that thing should just be a few more feet to the right? Cam was just trying to move it. <laughs> yeah. It's my my understanding all kind all kinds of codes had to be had to be uh, that building is like to the inch like meeting code because it just kind of ran out of real estate as far as just uh, you know uh, all that stuff. So it's it's uh, it's up on there. I. Some, you know, I usually get out there and try to see balls down the line, but there's some of them I know I have no shot of seeing. So I just stay in the dugout and rely on our first base coach or 
you know, whomever, but it's, it's tough to see down there in the corner. Yeah. So, uh, in, in all seriousness, we're, we're glad Cam is okay. Cause he did hit, he did hit a ton. It was good to see him in the lineup this weekend. Uh, cause trust me, folks, if, if you didn't see it on, on TV or weren't there at Hayes, um, Cam, Cam hit the wall a ton and he, he was, he was not feeling great when, uh, when, when he got up, uh, ran into Cam uh, at the softball game the next day um, and said, hey, hey, big fella, how you feeling? He just he just smiled. He said a lot better than I was yesterday. So that was that was good. Glad we got Cam back on uh, back on the field. But yeah, so then, uh, Kevin, uh, after getting through that midweek, uh, we head to Texas. Yeah, um, a third road trip of the conference season. Uh, head down to, to Houston Reckling Park take on the, the Rice Owls. Uh, I think the tone was set uh, for the weekend in that game. Um, Wyatt Hudipole, uh and Parker Smith went, to, went head-to-head, a true pitcher's duel. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there were eight hits total in the whole game. Um, one run scored. Um, it's funny looking at the box score here that the scoring summary is one line. Cunningham single, advanced to second, RBI. So, uh, yeah, Wyatt Hudipole pitched a great game. Uh, Parker Smith pitched a good game as well, but uh, Niners came away with a 1-0 win. Uh, three hits were enough to, to get the, the W, and uh, Coach, talk about the – you know you love to see pitchers' duels, and um, Wyatt, he's been doing it quite a bit as of late. Yeah, those are those are the kind of games that, um, honestly, when our, surgeon, our coaching staff came to Charlotte, is like those are the kind of games that we want to be very comfortable in. Um, you know, and I feel like as the years progressed, you can, you know, you can watch our team in these types of games just playing so much more comfortably and, um, you know, relaxed um, than maybe we were two months ago or that sort of thing. So, um, you know, why it set the tone for us, you know, nine Fridays, really. I think that's six quality starts in a row, which, um you know, you can put some put an asterisk, asterisk by a couple of them that weren't because he's just been a warrior for us, um, you know, to start each series. And uh, he works extremely hard. Um, you know, I wish – honestly, I wish people that come to watch him pitch could, you know, could, could really see him go about his business and prepare because they I – think, I think everybody would be kind of, you know, taken aback a little bit by how – how hard he works and how prepared he is. Cause um, I've coached a lot of pitchers over the years and, you know, I don't, I don't know if, you know, he's on a very, he's on the very short list of, the, of in terms of the hardest workers I've ever coached. And um, you know, it just, that you have to be, to be able to, to be able to go out there and, and I mean, he's basically, here you go. There's 95 to 115 pitches every single Friday for us. And um you know, he's holding his stuff and getting stronger as the game goes. And, you know, you just don't take, you don't take these, those types of starts and athletes for granted. You know, he's, he's, he's really, really good. And um, it's, you know, his, I look forward to every game, but I, I certainly look forward to his starts. And, you know, to your point, Parker Smith for them was, that was, I mean, he, they matched each other pitch for pitch. And I love that stuff. I, I really do. I love those kind of games. And, um, you know, to see us come out on top of a one nothing ball game in that environment on the road um, with that, you know, in a conference series. I mean, just that's it's huge. I mean, that those are the, those are the kind of wins that that, you know, 
it affected the rest of the series. It affects the rest of the season. And, um, you know, you saw, I think you saw it in our, our confidence and play the rest of the weekend. And hopefully that'll, con- you know, continue into this week. Big moment in that game, Coach, over there at third base. Uh, as the, the, the Rice runner um, was uh, – he, he overran third, uh, frankly, and was, was kind of caught in no man's land. And when he got the stop signal put on, um, he, had to, he had to slam on brakes and try to scamper back third uh, where he met Brandon Stallman. Uh, <laughs> who the, the, the ball had come in from left field um, and Stahl made a, a heads up play and like literally dove for the bag um, and got the, got the big out there at third base. That was kind of a, was a key defensive play there in, in that game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, Dante, Dante and left um, and he's done it a multi, you know, so many times as, um, he's gotten, you know, he's gotten the ball, the ball into the base and, you know, in a quick manner and put us in a position to have a play if a mistake was made. And fortunately for us, a mistake, you know, it was, and, um, you know, if that's a day game, the grass probably isn't wet. He probably doesn't slip, but it was a night game. And, um, I mean, you'll see it tomorrow. You'll see it tomorrow night. Um, you know, I know the grass at, uh, at UNC, you know, that time of night, it's going to be a little bit slick too. So, um, that's just kind of the nature of it. And, we caught a break right there and the game doesn't give you very many of those. And we capitalized and um, yeah. So B-Stall put a really great tag on and for, thankfully the umpire was in a really great position to see, to see the tag applied because there was no replay last weekend. So, um, you know, if he's not in a great, if the umpire is not in a, um, it's actually Jose Asteris. If Jose is not in, in position there to, to make a great, you know, to have a good look at it and, he misses that call, then, you know, things change. So I'm just thankful that, you know, Dante got the ball in well, Beast all put a good tag on Jose was in a great position to make call. And there we go. Now all of a sudden we've got that runner out. And um, instead of having the, the winning run is at second, it's the tying run and we get out of it. Coach, I want to sidetrack us for a little bit. Um, in our pre-show meeting, Nick and I talked about this, um, about, replay not being available for the weekend. Um, how many, um, how many, how many schools in conference USA do not have replay available versus how many have that available? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I, I think we're the only one I, I would imagine Dallas Baptist probably does have it. Um, I think we might be, I think we might be the only school that has, has it, um, which is unfortunate. And then I think every school in the American next year has to have it. So, yeah. Okay, so it's not something that's we talked about in the pre pregame meeting at home plate. It's it's, it's they ha- they either have that or they don't, right? Correct. Yeah. It, it, it's a, in Conference USA this year. It's the program's discretion, um, and it's not mandatory to have. So, um, thankfully, our administration, you know, as far back as last year, um, you know, supported us in every fashion to. To have replay, I'm just a big supporter of it. Uh, I, I just, I think we all want to get the calls right, whether even you know, even if it goes against us, you know, I just, I just think we would all rather the student athletes decide the outcomes, and when you know, outs are outs and hits are hits, and and those types of things, you know, they should be because that you know, the guys deserve it, and um, let the let the players decide the outcomes. So. Um, you know, this will be the last year where, uh, you know, in conference, we, we it, you know, we're the only one. So just kind of is what it is. 
I'll give um, not only you guys uh, on staff, but but our administration, Woody, uh, a lot of credit because there are a number of of mandates coming um, for the schools that are moving to the American, including the Niners. Uh, Rice is one of them um, as well. And um, I, I think it's great that you're starting to see um, – are uh, whether it's moving to ESPN plus the production quality. Um, I feel like we're already starting to meet some of those standards ahead of time. And um, some of our uh, conference mates that are coming with us and, and we're talking to rice as well um, are going to have to going to have to play some catch up. Um, so uh, I, I say that as, as a, a way of complimenting what you guys and our administration have been doing Um we're, we're, we're not, we're in a lot of instances, we're already kind of going to be there at the, at the league standard when we come in. So that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, question coming in. Well, just, well, it just falls, it just falls in line, honestly, with, you know, our administration, our athletic department. I mean, you can look at every single program and there isn't a single program that isn't pushing the envelope to try to, you know, push to the forefront of the conference. And it's things like this that, that apply, you know, and, and that's what, that's what makes our, that's, that's one of the many things that makes our athletic department right now so special is that, you know, with, with Mike's leadership and Darren Spees and, you know, everyone, you know, Matt Messina, um, you know, installing all the tech and the video board details and the, the replay and all those things, you know, that just, it takes a village and, and everybody in this village, I can assure you and all of, um, you know, our athletic supporters for every sport that, that, you know, we are full speed ahead as far as, you know, making progress and competing for championships. And that's not, that's not just our sport. That is every sport. Um, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll say um, that it, it really, stuff like that matters. I mean, the, the getting the, getting the Absolutely. broadcast moved to ESPN plus is clutch because yep. Yeah, I, th- I think well, it's well documented on this show, Kevin. Our feelings on Conference USA TV. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we get spoiled because we have we have replay at the Hayes, and then when we're watching yeah. it on TV, it, it, and we see a call that's close, and it's obviously not the correct call. We're waiting for that that replay sign, but it never comes. So um, it's kind of we get spoiled having that. So we're very thankful that we we do have it at the Hayes. And this weekend we were seeing replays. Um, you know, so I don't know. Uh, the question came in: uh, Do we know if replay is going to be available at Reckling Park for the conference tournament? Uh, the conference tournament, there is replay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that that question came in. Uh, speaking of questions coming in, looks like we got a, a decent decent amount of folks watching here live. Um, if you're out there, uh, drop a drop a comment in the uh, in the chat. There, it comes straight through to us. Um, just say hey. Let us let us, you know. Tell us where you're tell us where you're watching from. Um, say hello. If you have a question, drop that in too. Questions comments are always welcome. But uh, hey, just say hey. It's 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 nice to know you're out there. So. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and drop that in. We, we, Kevin and I need positive uh, affirmation. Do we not, Kevin? Sure. We do. Woody does. He doesn't need. He's he's a he's a tough nosed pitcher. He doesn't need positive affirmation. But Kevin and I, we need every bit of it we can get. So, just say hello in the chat. We appreciate. It. Sorry to sidetrack right. us. Go ahead, Nick. 
No, that was great. That was a that was absolutely perfect because we did talk about that. So I think that's what I think that's something that we needed to needed to hash out there. So uh, moving back to the, the the series on Saturday, um, another another good performance. Um, we end up seeing uh, Andrew Spoljar uh, no uh, no hit uh, no hit the Owls for five point two innings. Uh, five K's on the way, he picks up the W. Uh, Donye comes in and picks up uh, a, a save on uh, two innings pitch, no earned runs. Homers from Jack and Jake, uh, which are always fun. And the Niners walk away with a four-one win. And uh, really, I thought what was what was interesting from uh, a fan standpoint, uh, Coach, was that day watching the. Uh, at that the end of that day, refreshing the standings and seeing the Niners all the way up to third after that win on Saturday, that was that was a good feeling. Um, but another great uh, team win on Saturday, Coach. Yeah, I mean, um, and it was it was a hot one too. That's probably the hottest game we've played in this year. Um, so you could see as the game progressed, just the guys, you know, Donna. Nemo, our athletic trainer, she did a phenomenal job just with liquid IVs and um, keeping our guys hydrated because it was, you know, it was warm and, and the guys were getting after it. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it was, again, four to one, but, you know, there was multiple moments where that game, you know, we were down one to nothing at one point and then Jake puts us ahead two to one and then, um, you know, we we're able to scratch across a couple of more. But, you know, these games, these games, you know, they, they come down to, five pitches or less typically. And that was just another one. And so and go ahead, Kevin. You mentioned, you mentioned Donnie Evans picked, picked up his first save um, uh, of the season. So that's pretty, pretty good to see all as well. Uh, we, we got two good save opportunities this weekend. Evan Michelson got the save on Friday and, and, and Donnie got in there on Saturday. Yeah, Donnie has um, been awesome out of our bullpen. I mean, he's he's really he, – he and Evan both. I mean, it's they've come into some some big spots and been really good. Fun to watch. So, speaking of replay, I, I think some of the fun started on, on Saturday with uh, with a play at second base where um, they, they seem to have a foot off the bag. I, I'm assuming, Coach, without asking you to make a comment on the, the – the, What's that? I'm losing you. The, the, the play at second base with the the uh, on the, the the relay throw uh, with the 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 uh, defensive player with his foot off the bag. Yeah, I mean it's it's no, it's I'm, I'm it's okay to talk about it. I mean um, it's one of those things where it's a routine double play, and um, you know there it's the whole it's the whole vicinity rule, and um, you know what what you know you really kind of what's important is like when, when you turn, we turn routine double plays in the vicinity, like guys are out by four or five steps, three or four steps. Um, you know, but when you hold the bag, it turns into a one or a two step. Oh, lost my stand there. The, uh, it turns into a one or two step, turns into a one or two step play, you know, and it's just the, the difference between a play being one step or versus three or four step is big in terms of just applying pressure. So, um, you know, and, and I've I've had multiple conversations with uh, um, you know Troy Fullwood, umpire supervisor. He's really great, and you know he it's it's 
it's great learning experience for me every time that he and I speak because he, you know, he kind of gets me up to speed on some things. And he told me last year, he goes, and he said, Coach, if you ever, he said, if, you ever, if there's ever a routine double play and, and the middle guy, you're, whether it's your guy or not, like, you know, it's, you know, you, you're supposed to, re, you're supposed to replay that. And, um, you know, so I thought that was the case from my vantage point. And, you know, the umpire didn't think that was the case from his vantage point. And that's, that's fair. That's part of it. But, um, you know, I got a little, I got a little frustrated, you know, when the next, the next pitch was a two run home run instead of what I felt like should be a three run homer. And I let my emotions get the best of myself and, um, you know, just fighting for our team and, you know, and that's, it happens sometimes. So just learn and learn and move on. So you, you kind of, kind of open the door to it there. I'll, I'll just, just, open the floor to let you say whatever you do or do not say about it. But you, you and you and Phil, um, coach Siebes, y'all, y'all had a little, y'all had a little adventure there. Uh, pretty soon after, uh, we saw two ejections starting with Phil, uh, and Siebes got, got the heave ho. And then not too long after that, you did. Um, I know you got to watch what you say, but, um, say or not say whatever you want to about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, again, it's like, it's, it's part of the game. Um, our coaching staff, I mean, we talk about these things all the time and we talk about how, um, you know, we should never get thrown out of games. Um, it's not, we don't, we don't, it's not good for us. Um, you know, or we feel like it's more important for us to be in the dugout. Um, it certainly happens, right? Like, I mean, you know, I don't think there's ever been a baseball coach and who's gone an entire career without, getting ejected but it doesn't you know it's not something that we really it's not something we look for and you know i mean between innings you know coach was coach was watching the pitcher warm up and the umpire um asked him to move and you know we're game 35 and um so pretty much everything we do at this point of the season is we've been doing it the whole way and you know it just uh, felt like felt like I guess I'll kind of just say it felt like Phil was driving 46 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone and not only to get pulled over, but he got a speeding ticket and he had to go to court and he had to pay all the fees. So um, I guess that's the best way I can say it, you know, and, 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 and that's, you know, it's certainly, it's fair. Like it's, it's rules are rules. Like we understand that, but like I said, you know, if everybody gets pulled for going 46 and a 45, then yeah, it's, it's a lot of, it's going to be some long lines at, you know, the courthouse, I guess. It was, it was hot out there. It was hot out there, coach. Yeah. People, people's, uh, fuse are short on this when it's hot, right? Yeah. But it was, you know, so what do you do? Go back to the locker room and break out a deck of cards? Yeah, we have to be out of sight, not out of sight, out of sound. So we went out of sight, out of sound, and um, you know, again, just got to follow the rules and and do what we're told um, in that situation. And I give all the credit in the world to our players and Coach Bick and Coach Simmons and Coach O and the rest of our staff. I mean, you know, it's just um, they 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 fought, you know, they fought hard and continuing to fight hard, and um, you know, had some people step up, step up who. You know, whether it was, you know, kind of Evan Michelson coming down and helping Coach O with some pitching stuff. And, um, yeah, just Coach Simmons going out and coaching first base. You know, that's what great teams do is, like, 
next man up, pick one, pick up, pick one another up. And it's just an opportunity for guys to, you know, to, uh, to lead. So I was just really proud of our club for how they did that um, on Saturday and Sunday for that matter. Speaking of Sunday, um, the theme for the weekend was, was, was great pitching and, and Paxton Thompson delivered on Sunday. Um, uh, 5.1 innings pitch, two earned runs allowed, seven Ks. He picked up the W. Um, every player got a hit for the Niners. Uh, kind of exploded late in that game. Uh, Spencer Nolan, first career homer. Uh, well, let's go down the list. Uh, homers by Cam Fisher, Will Butcher, Brandon Stallman, Austin Knight, and um, doubles, Jack Dragon, Jake Cunningham, Cam Fisher, Austin Knight. So um, a lot of offense. I think we uh, – we, we kind of poured it on in late in that game. Um, Coach, tell us about a little bit about Sunday's game. Yeah, I mean, um, I was, you know, I was really proud of, of Paxton, certainly. Um, you know, and then CK comes in there, you know, gives us 35 of really good pitches, and, and then Hale comes in there and closes the door uh, on the mound. But, you know, Rice had some really good arms, you know, there lined up for us on Sunday. And so um, – you know, I'm just really proud of, uh, you know, of our position guys and, you know, the qu- the quality of bats that they put in there and um, they kept fighting and, and just grinding and were able to break through, you know, for a couple of, couple of big innings there. Um, you know, it's just really hard to do. It's hard, it's hard to win series on the road, certainly hard to sweep on the road, um, you know, and that, that, you know, Coach Cruz and, and his staff there, you know, they're in their second year and, and you can see a noticeable difference, um, you know, just, I mean, they, they threw some really good arms at us and, um, you know, we just, we were just able to kind of break it open there a little bit in game three, but it was a, it was a really close series from wire to wire. All right. Definitely hard, hard to get a, a road series victory, much less a sweep. Um, uh, first sweep of the season for the Niners and, uh, it was. It came at a great time. It was um, uh, the Niners are getting hot. So um, you mentioned Hale Sims. Um, he closed it out on on Sunday. Uh, looks like the game notes came out. He's going to be on the mound tomorrow night uh, in Chapel Hill. Um, talk a little bit about Hale and his performance this season. Yeah. The um, you know he's been he's been he's just he's kind of gotten. And he did this last year, right? Like he just kind of, as the season progresses, he just gets kind of stronger and stronger and he's got the ability. I think he get, you know, he went four or five innings for us last week on Tuesday. And we kind of had the, we had the discussion as a staff, not only do we think he was a really good, we thought he was a good matchup against that, that Winthrop lineup, but we said, you know, he's mostly been throwing one and two inning appearances for about a month or so. And it's a good opportunity for us to kind of, lengthen him out and if he you know if he throws well then that lines him up for the next Tuesday to uh to start against the heels so we kind of had that discussion uh, a week ago today about Hale and you know to his credit I mean we talk you know you hear us talk about opportunities all the time you know he's just done nothing but made the most of every opportunity that he's he's had since he's been here really and um, I couldn't I'm excited for him to go tomorrow night and I know our team is he's he's one of our leaders. He's one of our he's one of our best pitchers, and um, he's just one of the best teammates. So, 
Yeah. So after the after the big weekend, and and I just got to say, Coach, that that game yesterday, that was that was good. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, I mean, I there's no other way to say it. That was just awesome. Um, had to be a great trip back uh, with after that. Uh, what you know, the bus ride, the airport, the whole thing had to be had to be fantastic. Um, but a, as we end the weekend. Big week coming up, which we'll get to in a minute here. Um, the boys are nineteen and fifteen overall, nine and five uh, in the league, which is good for good for third. Uh, that SOS is still really high, and it's about to get higher. I have a feeling uh, next couple of days. Uh, strength of schedule is twenty. Um, RPI is fifty-two. Uh, we're on a five-game win streak. Won eight out of the last ten ten ball games. Uh, guys are getting hot at the at the right time. Uh, we're in third place, three games back. And um, the good news about that is that the two teams in front of us still have to play each other. So uh, somebody somebody's getting some some L's somewhere along the way. Um, man, g- game on, coach. This is this is a this is a wide open race. Yeah, we just keep we just keep plugging, you know. And uh, the only game that matters is tomorrow. So um, we're not getting. We're not. We really aren't getting ahead of ourselves, and um, you know, I just uh, I feel like our guys are, you know, they've really they've really grown over the course of the season, and I'm just I'm really proud of them for that. You know, we we talk about it all the time. Like we just, uh, it's really important to us not only this year but every year as a program. Like when people come watch us play in February, and then they come watch us play in March, we're better, and they come watch us in April, we're better, and they come watch us in May, we're better. I mean, that is. To me, that's always been a mark of a great program is, is can you, you know, it's great to come out hot and, and that sort of thing, but can you, can you get better as the season goes? And we always want that to be a staple of our program. And, you know, to this group's credit, they're, they're doing it and I'm excited to see them play tomorrow night. Now, Kevin, I want to. We, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Pro Niners assignments here briefly before we we uh, we move into uh, talking about the really big week of baseball. But uh, I did have a question come in, uh, Coach, and I'm gonna need you to interpret what this question even means. Uh, yeah, there we go. Our boy Feet. Uh, that's a great profile pick, by the way, Feet. Um, the chess championship without Magnus. What? What does that even mean? I mean, that, that, help me. Well, I'm not, you know, I, I'm pretty tunnel vision on, you know, my chess tournament stuff. That was kind of in the winter. So I'm a little bit rusty when it comes to, uh, you know, what's going on in the chess world right now. But I'm assuming that, that you know, there's a huge chess tournament going on and Magnus Carlson, number one player in the world, isn't playing. And um, I do know he's playing a lot more poker now. So um, I don't know. I mean, He's kind of earned the right. He's won so many world championships. Like he can kind of, he can kind of do what he wants. So uh, I don't know. It'd be better with him. That's for sure. I mean, Feet's wanting to know about, you know, about somebody about Magnus. I'm like, is this WWE? What are we talking about here? Yeah. Magnus, um, Magnus, Carl, Magnus Carlson, uh, number one player, chess player in the world from Norway. So there you go, Feet. There's, there's, that's that's all you're gonna get from us, because Kevin, you, do you have any comment on Magnus? Well, 
we're, our goal is to bring you stuff you can't find in the box score. So that is definitely not in the box score. Or hardly anywhere else. Why don't uh, Why don't you Why don't you give us Why don't you give us a rundown on the Pro Niners that just got started? Uh, well, real quick before we before we move on to that, uh, we picked up some hardware today. Uh, Wyatt Hudapole uh, huh. named Conference USA Pitcher of the Week. Um, kind of a no doubter. Uh, I thought actually we had a couple of different candidates for this week, but um, Wyatt uh, with the with the shutout. Uh, on Friday, picked up the pitcher of the week in Conference USA, uh, third different player for the Niners to to win Conference USA Player of the Week. Um, Austin Knight one, took it home once, and Cam Hansen took it home as well. So uh, good to have three different guys winning weekly awards so far this season. Um, and Coach, you, you mentioned, uh, you talked about Wyatt earlier in the show about the Friday night game. Uh, anything else you want to add uh, about him taking home the Player of the Week, Pitcher of the Week honors? No, it's just hard to believe. I think it's his first one. Um, you know, even when he punched out 17, there was, I think, a pitcher threw like a, a no-hitter, a CG no-hitter or something like that the, the same week that he did. So, um, you know, it's not even it's not even his best uh, his best stat line of the, of the season. But, I mean, he was sensational. Um, you know, it's also people – uh, you know, he had pitched the previous Thursday, so he was actually on an extended rest, which in the pitching world is not necessarily a good thing. It kind of gets you off your rhythm a little bit. Um, you can be a little bit too rested. So, um, you know, he fights like he always fights. And, and, I mean, every single game, even every single game this year, he gives us a chance to win. So uh, it's just huge for us. Pump for him. Yeah, I was I was actually uh, I actually thought he'd won it once before and I was looking to see if I was correct or not but I do remember that guy throwing a no hitter for Western Kentucky uh the same weekend that um Wyatt broke the school strikeout record so um glad I wasn't misremembering things but um Nick, you mentioned the Pro Niners assignments. Uh, I'm going to run through I these real quick. Add real quick. I, I'm oh, assuming ahead. I'm assuming from that Friday night game whoever won that game the only thing the, the pitcher of the week was going to go to whoever got a W right there between those two guys. Yeah. And I'm just so glad yeah. that it was, it was Wyatt. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, I mean, the, the Parker Smith was sensational against us. I mean, we, we really didn't have much of an answer and he was on and, you know, again, that just, Wyatt's got guts, man. And he's tough to beat. Yeah. That makes it even better. So, yeah, Kevin, let's let's do Pro Niners. All right, yeah, uh, minor league season's um, underway, and we got a lot of guys uh, playing pro ball out there. I want to run through real quick our, our assignments for the year. Um, for the beginning of the season, Josh Machieski, he's, he's been assigned to Somerset, double-A for the Yankees. Uh, right now he's on a seven-day injured list, So, um, but he should be back, back in action soon, I've heard. Uh, Aaron McKeithen, he's in high-A. Uh, Peoria Chiefs from um, the Court Cardinals organization. Uh, he ended the season last year there as well, so he's um, back in familiar ground. Uh, Bryce McGowan's out west again with Fresno, um, single A uh, affiliate for Rockies. Uh, Dave McCabe back with Augusta Green Jackets in single A. He kind of ended the year last year there. Um, he's had a pretty good season so far. And uh, Nate Furman, uh, he's been tearing it up. Um, with the Lynchburg Hillcats in the Carolina League, uh, they're the single A affiliate of the Guardians. In his professional, his first professional, uh, I guess month, 
He's been tearing it up on the field. Spencer Geesting out west. He's with Hillsborough Hops, uh, the high A affiliate of the Diamondbacks. Uh, had a good start uh, this past week. Um, Quentin Martinez, he's been assigned Inland Empire 66ers out in the West Coast. He's a single-A affiliate of the Angels. Um, I think he's pitched in three relief appearances so far. Um, and then we got Zach Jarrett. He's uh, playing in Atlantic League with the Gastonia Hunting Hunters again. Um, and their season gets started later in April. And Reese Hampton, he is playing with Savannah Party Animals uh, on the Banana Ball Tour. So, um that's our rundown. In the year. What's that? Uh, that they the bananas and the party animals will be uh, in K Town. Oh yeah, it's, it's, their their games are on YouTube. They're pretty entertaining to watch. Um, but yeah, that there's our um, our rundown of where the guys are. Um, like I said, guys are doing some good things out there so far. This is the most we've had. Uh, I don't know. Certainly, this is the most we've had since we've been doing this. Um, and and I have a feeling in a, in 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 the not so distant future that list will get a little longer too. Right. Um. Uh, so yeah, it's it's going to get it's it's only going to go up from here. And and folks out there, listen, we are fully aware that there is a lot of Nate Furman content out there right now, and there's two reasons for that. Uh, one, he's Nate Furman. So, Kevin, what does he do? He gets on base. Yeah, when I point at you, you speak. He gets on base. <laughs> uh, and two, uh, to their credit, the Guardians, the Guardians minor league system has, um, I don't know, Kevin, will we call them like our, uh, an, an equivalent to us uh, covering nothing but but Cleveland Guardians minor league system? I mean, they're they're relentless with their content. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They got a lot of a lot of highlights every day. Yeah, the 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 Guardians, the Guardians minor, the, the Guardians farm system has. Uh, I don't know how many people it is, but they got some real sickos like uh, like Kevin and, and myself and, and producer Brad. And so the 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 Furman content is on point, and and we're here for all of it, of course. Um, also, really cool, by the way, Kevin. I don't know if you you picked up on this. Uh, yeah, chance to talk about it, but David hit his first home run uh, yesterday, and they had one of the kids. Uh, that that kid in the in the booth getting to be a guest announcer for that half inning, um, and he got to be there. David hits the home run, but we've got the announcer uh, in Augusta calling David Big Maple. So that's you know that that's just a thing, right? There's we're taking that one all the way to Atlanta. That's right. That was really cool to see that. Yeah. So pretty pretty cool stuff, man. And, and we're we're gonna. Um, We'll have a chance to talk about these guys um, as the season goes on. In fact, we, we've even discussed – I know you all are, are just – this is the, the content you didn't know you needed. Well, we talked about keeping this show going in the off season, maybe coming back once a month over the over the off months and just talking about giving you updates on guys like, like what the guys are doing in the minors and stuff like that. So, you know, you've got that to look forward to this summer, maybe the opportunity to, to see more of us during the off season. Why not? So, <laughs> Woody looks like he's here for that. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. See more of these guys. It's fantastic. So, we'll keep you up to date on what the Pro Niners are doing. Let's um, let's let's turn the page here and start talking about the week ahead because this is um, Woody. When when you you said since you've been here, um, we'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere, and uh, 
you're you're scheduling this whole season uh, demonstrates that. But if you recall way back when um, the first time we got a look at this schedule, I pointed to this week and said, oh, my God, what are we doing? So <laughs> here we are on the schedule. Uh, we are starting off with a trip to, to Chapel Hill tomorrow night, and then we're going to come back to Charlotte and play uh, East Carolina uh, at Truist. Um, but you're making yet another return trip to, uh, to Chapel Hill tomorrow night. So why don't we, um, why don't we start by talking about that? Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, it's just, um, we, it's, we're in Charlotte, North Carolina. There's no reason why we shouldn't play a really, really strong schedule. And I think, uh, you know, I think when the dust settles at the end of the season, I think that we're going to look back and, you know, probably be glad that we have the metrics that we do in terms of, um, you know, being evaluated, uh, for the, you know, for the NCAA tournament. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're going to go, we're going to, it's our second game against UNC and we're going up there tomorrow night. And then, um, you know, you get to play East Carolina, kind of a, kind of a rematch of the 2021 regionals, you know, in the, you know, the Knights ballpark, which is one of the nicest ballparks in the country. And here comes another conference series. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just, that's part of it. I mean, it's the guy, this time of year, the guys want to play, you know, they want to play, they want to, they want to play in big games and, um, you know, we all love practice and, our, and we get better at practice, but I've always believed that by the time you get to the middle of April, the end of April, like the guys want to play and they want to play in big games. So um, that's kind of the, the thought process in, in terms of, of playing. And, um, you know, you saw with, who, um, you know, we played a really good South Carolina team a few weeks ago and uptown and we're able to, you know, play a really great game and come out on top there. So it's just the nature of it. So it's, it's how, you know, to your point, like we're, yeah, like we want to play, we want to play the best of the best. I mean, for us to go where we want to go, that's what we have to do. So I'll, I'll ask it this way, kind of taking these games uh, in tandem. Um, what, what's your, we're, we're, you've named Hale as a starter for, uh, for Tuesday. Um, certainly, I guess, and, and you know, you're, you're more weeks than not, you're playing one midweek game and you're playing two this week. So how does that alter, how does that alter your strategy or your thinking about, uh, particularly about managing like uh, your, the arms of your pitching staff? We just really go one game at a time, honestly. Um, you know, and, and other parts of my career, you know, you can kind of get caught up in a, you know, we certainly have pitch. I think Woody got caught up. <laughs> he's yeah. been he's been dropping that phone. He's <laughs> he was trying to prop it up. Poor poor Woody. He's he is looking so chill in his sunroom there, and he just wants his phone to to stay up. And it is, and, and now it's just not quit. cooperating. It's not it cooperating. Is not cooperating. Um, He'll be back in a minute. In fact, he may already be back. Nope. Yeah, it's not working. Uh, he popped back up on there at the bottom, Brad. Uh, then he went away. Yeah, it wasn't connecting for some reason. <laughs> somebody, so, somebody, call, somebody call Will Lancaster real quick. We need a lefty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, somebody call the bullpen. 
Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. Here he comes. Here he there is. he is. Well, I think. Let's see. Let's see here. There he is. There he is. Hey, welcome back. What Sorry, you- guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, we, got, no, we, just- we got Will Lancaster warming up in case. <laughs> left, left hand off. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I think we were just uh, – I mean, to get back, just you go one game at a time and you have an idea of who's going to, you know, who might be the, you know, the next piece of the puzzle, but you really just kind of go one game, one inning, one pitch at a time. And, um, you know, we feel really confident about just kind of our, you know, I mean, you've seen our pitching staff, like we've had so many guys pitching a variety of roles and um, guys who have started coming out of the pen, guys with pen come out, you know, started. And, um, you know, there's been guys that have pitched regularly and, I've been doing fantastic. And then there's guys that, you know, have continued to work and continue to work. And then here comes an opportunity and those guys come in and they do great jobs. So, um, you know, I think I, I love these types of weeks because, you know, I think, I think you get to see, mm-hmm. you get to see some of the guys that are, that have worked really hard and, and, and make the most of some really great opportunities to help us win ball games this week, just like, um, you know, they've been doing the last few weeks. So, um, yeah, just kind of one game at a time, and we've got we've got some options for who we'll start on Wednesday, but we'll get there, you know, once we finish, you know, once we once we take care of business tomorrow. Yeah, week weeks like this, they really test your, your pitching depth, and it's kind of like what you're going to see in a in a conference tournament or a regional atmosphere where you are playing back to back days, and then you got to um, kind of manage your arms like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean exactly. So that's you know we might as well we might as well get get used to it. That game is tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night at at six o'clock. It is going to be shown on um, the ACC Network Extra. Um, but uh, from from what I can tell, some of the the, the text and, and messages we've been getting, it sounds like uh, we, we we've got a lot of Niners up in that area, and some are even going to make trip up. So there'll be there'll be a, uh, there'll be some green in the stands up there. Um, and I, I even heard a rumor uh, that that if if every week uh, Feet Davis is always commenting uh, here in the chat on the show, I heard a rumor that Feet is going to be in person. So if you watch the show every week and you've ever wanted to uh, to meet Feet, I don't know, maybe we could get Feet to sign some autographs or something. But um, he's coming out uh, possibly tomorrow night to uh, to watch the game. Um, if you are, uh, if you have a chance, get up there uh, and, and and check out the game and support the support the boys, um, coach. At this point, um, you've been up there, and, and I'm gonna. If I try to put a number on it, I'm gonna, probably gonna get it wrong. Is this your is this your fourth visit back there as a as a head coach? As a head coach, um, head coach. I know you've been back several times. Three, yeah, this is. I think this is three. Is this is three as a head coach and I don't know, probably 13, 14 times as a, you know, in a different dugout. So, you know, so at this point, I mean, I know it's always, you've got such deep roots there. Uh, We get that, but uh, does it become, does it become a little more routine at some point or is that just not something that happens? Um, It does, but you kind of try not to just because, um, you know, try not to take a day for granted, try not to take a game for granted. And, um, you know, you just, I assume that we're going to play there next year and the year after that and the year after that and the year after that. And, 
Um, you know, but just, you know, that ballpark, that ballpark means a lot to me. There's, you know, it's a lot of just like the, the haze means a lot to our guys. You know, you spend so many hours at a, Mm -hmm. at a, at a field every day and practicing competing and getting after it, you know, it's just, there's been a lot of great memories. There's been a lot of tough memories there. You know, I mean, I've, I've won, won a lot of big games there. I've been a part of some really tough losses there. And, um, you know, I try to invest a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in any place that I am fortunate to be and um, spent nine years of my life there. So, um, yeah, just try to stay present and um, give our team the best chance to win because um, that bus ride home two years ago in 21 when we won there was awesome, and I want to feel that again. I want our guys to feel that again too. I just want to go ahead for for all the uh, the, the Tar Heel faithful that I'm, I'm sure watch the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put this PSA out there for you. The the guy in the visitors dugout, he is not Hey You, he is not Coach. That's Robert Woodard. He's your all time wins leader. His face is literally plastered all over your stadium. Don't yell at him like he's just some visiting coach. You can yell at like me and Kevin, if you want to, that's fine. We'll yell back. But that guy, he's he's kind of a big deal around your area. So you kind of embarrassed yourself last year, if you recall, Tar Heels. So just just let's not repeat that this year. I'm trying to help you. You know how, Woody, you know how much I care about Tar Heel fans, and I'm just trying to help them out. That's all I'm trying to do. I want to save them the embarrassment of yelling at you like they have no idea who you are. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Thanks. So – I, you look one one love man we're one 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 family one team okay we're all in this together tony right. come in with a question it's kind of a follow-up to what i was talking about with with the arms so uh anything different you're doing from just the uh player care standpoint with playing five games in the week uh you know load management leg legs getting tired etc cetera, etc cetera. so any any thoughts about that yeah i yeah, know i mean um you know, our players weigh, weigh in, um, all of our players weighed in today. Um, you know, so we track our, we track our body weights. Um, you know, we've got a number of guys that will go see Donna today. Our Mondays and Mondays a very, very important kind of program recovery program, check-in day, uh, physically and mentally. Um, you know, and then, I mean, we, we really condition ourselves for this. Like, I mean, you ask any of our players, like our falls are, our falls are challenging. We, we scrimmage a lot, you know, and by week two, week three of our scrimmages in the fall, like guys are a little bit banged up, they're a little bit dinged up. But then by week four, week five, week six, they, they get more adapted. They get more kind of used to it. I mean, it's really, it's really what, like, you know, it's like, you know, conditioning your legs as a runner. It's like conditioning your muscles as a lifter. Like it's, you know, obviously it's, it's all kind of combined as an athlete, but it's like, you know, we've, we've been conditioning for this, you know, for, for many months now. And um, we're kind of reaching that, that, that point of the year where our practices are a little bit, are a little bit less intense or a little bit shorter burst practice. We start to kind of trim some things out of practice um, that we feel like, you know, we're, we're just very intentional with the things that we do um, bef- between games, you know, like Sunday, for example, like we didn't take batting practice Sunday on the field. 
Um, you should argue that we, based on the score, we should probably never take batting practice <laughs> in the field again. But, you know, I mean, you know, Eric McKibben, our director of performance is phenomenal. I mean, if a major league team called right now, he could be, he could be in a, he could be in a big league dugout right now, um, training big leaguers. I mean, he's really good at what he does. Um, our guys are very fortunate to have that. And, you know, we just, we put a lot of thought into that. So, um, in a sense, like once we get in season, like you kind of look at it, like, you know, if there's 15 weeks to a regular season, there's a first five, a middle five and a last five. And we're kind of just now starting that last five to where we really kind of lighten the load of the practice and the training. And we really kind of throttle down the playing and the competing a little bit more. So great question. And something we could probably honestly talk a lot more about, but our coaching staff puts a lot of thought into workload management and, um, you know, acute to chronic kind of, uh, workload and, um, training and that sort of thing. I know it's not, it's not apples to oranges, but I think that the number of games that guys get used to playing as they come up, um, like say at a travel ball tournament, um, you know, as they're coming up to the ranks and not only the number of games they play, but the times that they play at, um, I, I think that's, that's on some level, that's got to be good preparation for a week like this. Would it not be? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, but the biggest thing, honestly, is our fall and our preseason. Like our falls and preseason are challenging. Um, you know, I think I think a big mistake that some teams can make is that they, you know, they try to almost do less. You know, they let, hey, let's throw less, let's lift less, let's run less. You know, really in the fall and the preseason to avoid injury and those types of things. But then what happens is, you know, you haven't built up kind of that that tolerance and that. Um, you know, you, you really almost have to develop kind of like a callous callousness to you as a player to where, you know, you're, you, you push through those walls. Um, and we've kind of reached that point now where we feel like we have, and then it's just about big things like, you know, have very like, you know, clear conversations with guys like Caden and behind the plate and Jack Dragon at short and Jake Cunningham and center. And, you know, you know, all these guys, um, Nighty, Fish, just, you know, some guys, you know, some guys, you know, if they need to come out early, we get them out early. If some guys need a day off, they need a day off. And then it's just kind of next man up and those types of things. And, um, yeah, we put a lot of time and effort into it. There's, 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 you know, cause you want to be firing on all cylinders the last five, six, seven, eight weeks of the season. So Kevin, Wednesday night, <clears throat> truest field, uptown Charlotte. This will be, if you thought about this one, Kevin, this will be the last non-conference matchup between the 49ers and the Pirates for the foreseeable future. In the regular yeah. season. In the regular season. Yeah, the, 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 this is the last time we play each other as a non-conference opponent. Like, in, the reg- in the regular season. Well, even if it's in the postseason, well, yeah, if we met him up in the, yeah, that's fine. But as Woody says, <laughs> one game at a time. That's right. But, that's right. <laughs> we can't worry about that yet. But this is the last regular season scheduled non-conference matchup between the Pirates and the Niners. That's 
that's kind of that's kind of interesting to think about. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, they've got a good team this year again. You know, they've got um, they swept Cincinnati. I watched a little bit of that this weekend. Uh, I think they run rolled them a couple times, but uh, they're up there in RPI nice. ten RPI. And um, so, yeah, definitely going to be a challenge. Um, Coach, briefly give us a rundown of, of kind of what to expect on, on Wednesday night. Yeah, they're your, your, they're your pretty typical East Carolina team. You know, they're tough, well-coached, hard-nosed group who, you know, they're going to compete every single pitch and every single out, um, one through nine, is going to be a challenge. And, um, you know, they've got – a lot of different arms and a lot of different looks they can come at you with. So, um, you know, haven't looked at them a ton. I've kind of been centered on, on our team and on, and on the heels, but um, just a little bit I've looked at, you know, that's, it's, that's what you should expect and should be a really great matchup, you know, and one of my favorite ballparks in the country, truest ballpark here in our city. And the weather looks phenomenal for Wednesday, uh, really yeah. tomorrow and Wednesday as well. But, uh, you know, if uh, and I'm preaching to the choir here, if you're if you're watching this, uh, whether it's live or, or later, um, you know, um, we, we need we need Niners to come out there because, um, you know, you talked what, what you talked about, the, the prototypical East Carolina team well, it's going to be a prototypical East Carolina crowd too. Um, you know, God bless them. They show up and, and get in behind their team. So, um, you know, uh it would be good. It would be good to see uh, a strong Niner crowd come out and, and back the guys because they definitely deserve it. They've um, they've put in their work, and it'd be great to see. And, and just a reminder: if you don't have your tickets, um, you need to get those from the Knights, uh, not through your normal Forty Nine er channels. So head over to the Knights website, and you can you can buy those that way. Um, yeah, for the uh, for the Niner fans too, I'd be curious what color the skyline is going to be Wednesday night. Oh, that was a leading question. We'll see. Yeah. Let's see. We got a we got a great question coming in. Uh, our buddy Chris Seifert. Any chance you could give Woody a break and get some summer ball players on the show? Heck yeah, man! We can always do that. <laughs> we're, we're always looking for ways to give Woody a break. Um, and 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 we will. In fact, I, I think um, you know we we talked about it. We're um. Just the, the the right opportunity hadn't presented itself. We need to, to rotate some guys on here before we get the season over, especially some of these uh, some of these seniors that are uh, on their way out. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can. Uh, that's a great idea for this summer. Actually, uh, is is because we'll be tracking pro niners and summer niners. Um, you know, we could probably get some of them on the show. Uh, you know, we're going to kind of maybe do a once a month type of thing. So why not? I mean. Uh, Instead of talking, instead of just talking about these guys, we can talk to those guys. And, you know, we're going to give Woody the summer off anyway. He knows that. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's already, look, he's already in his Florida room there. He's, he's chilling. Yeah. He's relaxing. Yeah. Let's not talk about the summer. <laughs> let's, let's yeah let's let's talk about let's talk about UAB then. Let's talk about UAB. Yeah, I got this you. Is, this is, I, got, this hey, is the, I was this just answering. I was answering the question that came in. I was responding to the question. So there you go. There you go. That's a great. That's a great idea, Chris. That is Coach a great o, idea. Last time we uh, played UAB, I think Coach O was was on the show and he kind of gave us a preview. Um, 
we played them once already down there. We get to host them this weekend. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you learned about UAB um, from the previous series and, and kind of what to look forward to from, from the week, week ahead. Well, they got, I mean, they got some really good arms and, um, you know, we, we, we dropped that two to one game and, and their starter was, he was awesome against us and, and just, just really, really good college game. And, um, you know, again, all their starters were, were really good against us. And, um, you know, it felt like just kind of, we won game one and game three, we kind of just won the battle of the bullpens a little bit, but I mean, physically, they've got a tough group. I mean, I think right after, I think the next game, yeah, actually the next game after we left their place, they, uh, I think they walked Auburn off. So, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know. Again, I, I haven't thought too much about them um, uh, since, since we left their place. Um, and I really am, you know, centered on the heels and a little bit on the pirates. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Coach Dunn, Coach Dunn coming over from Sanford. I mean, he's got a lot of wins under his belt. Um, their 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 coaching staff has a lot of experience, and you know, I mean, you play a team six times, it's 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 a challenge. Yeah, you know, nothing nothing tops that eight that eight game set against Old Dominion. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was eight in a row, uh, and this is six six uh, spaced out. So uh, it is what it is. But um, I'm a, we'll check the weather a little later in the week. But hopefully there will be no um, no sideways fifty mile an hour winds uh, blowing fair balls, foul, et cetera, et cetera, uh, this weekend at the Hayes. I mean, I hope that's the case anyway. Um, yeah, the weather uh, looks great. Yeah, weather's looking good. Uh, which, by the way, we, we would be remiss if we did not um, if we did not point out that uh, Saturday is uh, is the spring football game, Biff Pochi's first, uh, first uh, spring game as head coach. So all of that, I believe I have this schedule right. The, the, the lots open um, – uh, would, would technically open at 11 o'clock for, for baseball tailgating. Um, and then the, um, the spring game is at seven, Kevin, I believe I'm, I'm getting that right. Yes. I believe you're right. Yes. So, so you got Charlotte UAB at three o'clock at the Hayes um, and then spring football game at seven o'clock. Sounds like a great reason or a great opportunity to just pack a cooler and head to campus on Saturday morning and just stay all day. So, um, it, it, it'll, it'll be a good day in Niner Nation on Saturday. Um, so consider doing that with us on Saturday. Another suggestion, everybody loves to talk about the summer. I got another summer suggestion coming in, Kevin. Um, it's been suggested we do a remote from the Cape this summer. That'd be cool. Hey, we need to talk to, uh, the corporate offices and get that, that, that flight written off. Yeah, we would need to talk to Diamond Diner Corporate about that for sure. Uh, I'd see if we can make that happen. But remote from the Cape would be would be pretty cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah, let's yeah let's 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 pencil that one in, Kevin. Uh, you know, right. Dates to be determined. We, we got a lot of long to go before we have to worry about that. But dates to be determined. Let's 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 think about that. One. All right, so we got the we got the three games set against UAB. Um, they're coming in starting Friday. Those game times are six, three, and one. All those will be on ESPN Plus. Uh, you can join Jack, uh, but you know if if you're unable or it's too far to get to campus, you can join Jack on ESPN Plus. Other than that, come on out to campus. Weather's going to be great, and it's going to be 
well, every every conference matchup is an important conference is an important matchup, right? So, um, be a lot of fun out there. All right, I guess it's time to. Gosh, Woody, we got to get you to bed, man. You got a <laughs> you got a big week. I know we, we got in at we got in at two. I got in at two thirty in the morning last night, so I'm doing our, I'm doing okay so far. Man, I and why do I feel like that that Coach Bick probably got up at. 6 a.m. this morning anyway and just six earlier earlier start hitting the, start hitting the caffeine didn't he yeah probably got on the bike rode around probably rode about 25 miles around charlotte probably did probably got a weighted vest run in and finished up with some yoga after getting Fresh in at 2 30 man's an animal all, all the time talking on the phone too doing his thing yeah, he's he stuck. probably got three players to commit while he was doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap this one up here. It's time to get out of here. It's been a good show tonight. Appreciate all you folks participating. Um, this has been, uh, this has been a good show tonight. Been a lot of fun. This is going to, last week was a fun week uh, of Niner baseball. And uh, this, this week has the opportunity to be yet another great week in Niner nation. So, uh, we're out of time, folks. Look for this podcast wherever you find your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, turn on notifications for more content. Uh, hit us up on social media. We're on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, never TikTok. If you want to reach out, say hello. If you're old-fashioned like us, just say hello at the ballpark. We can't wait to see you out there. We'll see you. If we don't see you in Chapel Hill, we'll see you uptown in Truist, or we'll see you at the Hayes this, this Saturday. For Kevin, for producer Brad, Coach Woody, this has been Nick saying we'll see you at the Hayes. Just getting rolling. Go Niners. <laughs>